Good morning and praise the Lord, dearly beloved, and to the church in the house. God's word for today. We're reading from Obadiah, chapter 1, beginning in verse 1. The vision of Obadiah. Thus saith the Lord God concerning Edom. We have heard a rumor from the Lord, and an ambassador is sent among the heathen. Arise ye, and let us rise up against her in battle. Behold, I have made thee small among the heathen. Thou art greatly despised. The pride of thine heart hath deceived thee. Thou that dwellest in the clefts of the rock, whose habitation is high, that saith in his heart, who shall bring me down or to the ground? Though thou exalt thyself as the eagle, and though thou set thy nest among the stars, Thence will I bring thee down, saith the Lord. If thieves came to thee, if robbers by night, how art thou cut off? Would they not have stolen till they had taken enough? If the great gatherers came to thee, would they not have left some grapes? How are the things of Esau searched out? How are his hidden things sought up? All the men of, the, of thy confederacy have brought thee even to the border. The men that were at peace with thee have deceived thee and prevailed against thee. They that eat thy bread have laid a wound under, under thee. There is none understanding in him. Shall I not in that day, saith the Lord, even destroy the wise men out of Edom and understanding out of the mount of Esau? And thy mighty men, O Teman, shall be dismayed to the end that every one of my Esau may be cut off by slaughter. For thy violence against thy brother Jacob, shame shall cover thee, and thou shalt be cut off forever. In the day that thou stoodest on the other side, in the day that the strangers carried away captive his forces, and foreigners entered into his gates and cast lots upon Jerusalem. Even thou was as one of them. But thou shouldest not have looked on the day of thy brother in the day that he became a stranger. Neither shouldest thou have rejoiced over the children of Judah in the day of their destruction. Neither shouldest thou have spoken proudly in the day of distress. Thou shouldest not have entered into the gate of thy people of my people in the day of their calamity. Yea, thou shouldest not have looked on their affliction in the day of their calamity, nor have laid hands on their substance in the day of their calamity. Neither shouldest thou have stood in the crossway to cut off those of his that did escape. Neither shouldest thou have delivered up those of his that did remain in the day of distress. For the day of the Lord is near upon all the heathen as thou hast done, it shall be done unto thee. Thy reward shall return upon thine own head. For as ye have drunk upon my holy mountain, so shall all the heathen drink continually. Yea, they shall drink and they shall swallow down. They shall be as though they had not been. But upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance. And there shall be holiness, and the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions.
God said then, and we can believe that he's saying now, because he is God that cannot change. Woe to the heathen or the non-believers that won't or don't try to help the believer in the time of distress. But take advantage of the believer and mock them with the boasting and bragging. God is coming for you. He's going to exact upon the non-believers that laughed at the calamity at the believer's justice by bringing them down and taking them from them that caused them to have such a negative bragging attitude. God delivered his people then and he's going to do it even now. For in Mount Zion, in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, shall be deliverance. When obstacles arise, you change your direction to reach your goal. You do not change your decision to get there. Zig Ziglar. Love God, love others, and love yourself again today. Let us pray. All wise and eternal God, in the holy name of Jesus the Christ, is again this morning to give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory. For your goodness and for your mercy, we thank you, Holy Father, for the opportunity to experience the dawning of this new day with the saints of our mind and the activity of our limbs. And we're asking you, God, again today to forgive us anywhere where we failed you in word and deed or in thought that again today that you're going to take pleasure in leading us and guiding us in the path of righteousness for your namesake. God, you're going to take pleasure, God, hallelujah, in allowing love, joy, peace, and happiness to fill our lives and allow healing, deliverance, prosperity, and salvation to overtake us as we go. And God, because we know that you're God and you're God alone, and we experience the dawning of this new day because you're God, because beside you there is no God. And we thank you this morning, God, because we know that we have the ability to and the wisdom to seek you first this morning, God, because you chose us, not that we chose you. And for that, we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord, because you know that we know that your word teaches us that no man come to you except you draw them. So we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord. And again, I say, God, anywhere and everywhere we failed you in word, in deed, or in thought, please, God, hallelujah, forgive us that as we embark upon this day to go and perform the task you set before us, we're going to move forward with our heads up, God, with courage, with wisdom, with knowledge, God, with the light of the knowledge of the gospel that you have provided us, God, realizing that with you on our side, you're more than the whole world against us, and since you are for us, then who can be against us? And we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you for it, Lord God, because we know, God, that you're going to continue to maintain our cause. You're going to continue, Lord God, to refresh and anoint God, all your pastors, because you said in your word through the prophet, God, and as I say to you every day, I reminded every day, God, because I know that you said to you, the Lord God, and you changed not, and from generation to generation, you remain the same. And you let the prophet know then that when the people acknowledge their iniquity, you would give them pastors after your own heart that would feed them with knowledge and understanding. So I'm asking you again this morning, Holy Father, if you'd be so kind. Every pastor everywhere, God, one by one and name by name, God, it does refresh each one of us, Lord, that we stand and we preach this gospel because we know whose we are. 
we understand God, hallelujah, at least to some degree, why you've chosen us. And we have been chosen by you to preach and to teach this gospel, to help those that don't know and don't know that they don't know, to realize that there is a way out of the darkness that they're in. God, if there is, if they would just humble themselves and come to you, Lord, they will realize, God, that they don't know and they don't know that they don't know. But we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord God, and we're asking you, God, to continue to just let each pastor preach and teach without fear, favoritism, or compromise, but to preach and to teach with purpose, with pride, dignity, and diligence to help those, God, that don't know, God, to come out of that lack of understanding, come out of that ignorance of the truth of the gospel and accept this gospel, God, and when they do, they'll find that they're in darkness, they'll repent. And when they repent, God, like those of us that you've chosen to put your spirit in, you will, chose the, you will choose them, then baptize them with the baptism of your spirit, that they too will come out of darkness into this light of the knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that they too, God, will spend their lives giving you thanks, praise, honor, and glory. God, hallelujah, helping others to be encouraged, helping others to don't give up on you, Helping others, God, to not hold grudges and bitterness in our hearts against one another. Helping one another to understand, God, hallelujah, that as you, we ask you to forgive us and you forgive us, then so should we, those that come to us and ask for forgiveness, God, whatever it might be, whatever the trespass, God, whatever it is, God, we should forgive them because when we look back on our lives, we see the things that we've done in our lives and you forgave us and baptized us with the Holy Ghost then we should forgive one another. God, and as we move forward and realize your presence in our life, that we understand that when you allow sickness, God, because afflictions have been appointed unto the righteous, when you allow sickness or some disease, God, to come upon us, we might end up being hospitalized. We might end up in bed at home. And it might seem like, God, we're just not going to get better. But we know in our hearts God, that you hear our cry, and we're going to keep crying out to you in Jesus' name. Lord, anywhere I failed you in word and deed or in thought, please hear my cry and forgive me and refresh me and restore me and heal me, God, and get me back on my feet so that I can go back out, God, and I can help the brethren, I can help the medical professionals, those that don't know you in the parting of their sin, that if they would just seek you in with a sincere heart, when you choose, you'll baptize them too with the Holy Ghost that they too will have the indwelling of your spirit. So we thank you this morning, God, and for those that have allowed the enemy, God, to impress them with temporal and carnal things, Lord, God, and they have allowed their feelings and their emotions to control their decision-making. And this morning, they find themselves in a dark place. God, but we're asking you this morning, when they acknowledge you, and say and cry out to you in Jesus' name, Lord, I knew better and I failed you, but please forgive me and refresh me and restore me. And when you do that, God, hallelujah, God, and you see the sincerity in their heart, when you hear them not crying out for a temporary fix, but you hear them crying out, God, do it for permanently, permanently in my life, that I can be who you would have me to be. Move by your spirit, God, refresh them. Get them on the path, the right path in life, or get them back on the right path in life. God, restore them. God, or 
or get them on the right path, God, with the baptism of your spirit. God, they'll resist that devil. They'll resist that spirit, God, to lie, to allow themselves to be lured away because of things and the stuff of this life, Lord God. But they will be so pressed in their hearts and with their spirit, like all of us, Lord God, that we know, God, that all these things in this world are going to be pass away and they're all going to be burned up. But if we spend our time seeking after the things in this life, more than we seek after looking, seeking you, God, hallelujah, then we're not going to survive it because only those that have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, according to your word, are going to be the ones that get caught out of here and be caught up with the Lord and meet the Lord in the air and shall forever be with the Lord. So this is my hope and my prayer this morning. And I'm asking you again, God, to look on all those that have lost their self-sufficiency, their financial independence by whatever means. God, hallelujah. We know that you're on, you're on the move. We see you, God, in so many ways that prophecy is fulfilling itself. But when people just cry out to you, Lord, please forgive me, refresh me, restore me. God, hallelujah, restore my independence, Lord. When you hear their cry and they're crying out to you in Jesus' name, they're repenting and asking you to forgive them, Lord. God, we pray that you're going to make them entrepreneurs. You're going to open up, God, new businesses or people that you allow to open up new businesses. God, they're going to pay these people suitable wages that's commensurate. God, with the cost of living at least, God, that they can survive and they can take care of their families, Lord. God, and we know that in this last and this dark days, it's going to be tough. But the wisdom that you're going to provide us, God, we'll be going to be able to get through it. And we're going to get through it, continuing to give you praise and honor and glory. In the holy name of Jesus the Christ, our risen Lord. We ask you, God, to strengthen the hearts of those that have lost loved ones. And Lord, there'll be many. But as they cry out to you for help, I'm asking you again this morning, God, hear their cry. Strengthen them. Comfort them. Console them. God, that they will get up and begin to seek you, God, in the very beauty of holiness, that they will give their lives to you, that they can help others to turn their lives around and seek you in sincerity and in truth. And when they do, you're going to baptize them too with the Holy Ghost, Lord, if they don't have the, the baptism of the Holy Ghost at, at, at that point. But God, we're asking you also to turn every home into a God presence home. God, we're praying and reading of your word together. We're going in that home. So much so, Lord God, that when the people realize that their sincerity, their perseverance in the reading of the word and praying together will drive out the negativity in those demonic spirits that have set up in their homes and even in their hearts will be driven out. God, they'll want to get out to the church house with the other people of God to worship you in the beauty of holiness. You're going to save them too from this underworld generation. So we thank you, we praise you, we honor you again today, and we're asking you again today, Lord God, for everyone, God, that seek you in sincere and in truth, that the baptism of the Holy Ghost is granted. God, and who in the day that the Lord Jesus shall stand in the clouds with the trump of God and the voice of the archangel, and when that trump shall sound, the dead in Christ shall rise first, then those that are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet the Lord together in the air. God, this is the word of God, this is what we you put in place for us to know, God, hallelujah, that what is going to take for us if we expect to come home to be with you. In the name of Jesus to Christ, because Jesus himself said, 
A man must be born again of the water and of the spirit. There is no way around it. God said, we know we're not going to live like hellions and live like heathens and die and expect to just go to heaven. So we thank you. We praise you and we honor you. And we believe that you're going to do the things we ask again this morning because we do ask it in Jesus' name. And we do believe that we're going to have what we ask. Amen. And thank you, God. And we do believe it so. Good morning again, everybody. Remember again today that things are not as bad as they seem. And nothing can happen today to you that God and you can't handle. But you got to keep telling yourself, I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm prosperous, and I'm saved right now. So again today, you go well and be safe. And remember, as you would that men should do unto you, do ye also unto them.